Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The NBA Finals are here, and we finally have the matchup we anticipated prior to recording last week's episode in a very unlikely near comeback. I will say, uh, I was sweating a bit. I did put the pampers underneath my armpits to absorb (laughs) all of the sweat. And we've got the Nuggets, we've got the Heat, and we'll go into the series expectations and more with Nuggets Beat writer tj mcbride see that's a little bit of hip-hop for you on today's episode i'm miles gray and i'm jack o'brien and this is miles Miles and jack got mad boosties What's happening, everyone? Yeah. The Heat Nuggets uh, joke about, like, what it, what is this, uh, lunchtime? You mm-hmm. got Heat Nuggets? What is this, instruction for frozen food? Heat Nuggets? Oh, uh, what, did you hear some? Has officially been done. Yeah. It has been done. Oh, you um, heard my mixtape? Straight Heat Nuggets? Come <laughs> somebody that even thing? put, in case Miami wins this, like, here's my draft, and, <laughs> like, tweeted it out, like, <laughs> a week before it actually happened, so... We've all been beat to it. Uh, I was going to come up with that joke on my own in like four days. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, um, but first, let's welcome TJ McBride, our very, TJ. very esteemed guest. So, TJ, you're from LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, originally, yep. And then you came up as a Lakers fan. 
Yes, I did. Born and raised Lakers fan, watching Derek Fisher hit point three second shots growing up on Kobe. That was my yeah. entire childhood. Kobe around LA, and that was everything that we ever knew as basketball people, and it's why I'm here today. Fantastic. And then, but but now you now you find yourself covering the Denver Nuggets for yes. what almost a, a little over a decade now. Yeah, pretty damn close to a decade now. I think it's like nine and a half, ten years. I think I think July is ten years. So it's it's wow. been a long time when you say it like that. Wow. So you've seen a you've seen it all. I was there for Jokic's <laughs> first summer league game in Vegas. I, I've seen the very, very, very start of this all the way through now. Right, right, right. And you right. saw it coming from the start. I remember Man, you said, never you said when he got drafted during that Taco Bell commercial, you <laughs> were <laughs> like, "That's we're going to be framing him. a screen the cap of this. will be the second most impactful thing <laughs> in that screen right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy that you go back to that summer league. He was abnormally good like you watched him and it still didn't make sense the same way it does today and right. yet he was still doing these preposterous things on a basketball court even back then that was what 2012 he was doing that so it was absolutely insane to see him come here but no one thought he would be the mvp back to back arguably should have been three times and now in the finals so yeah. it, it's yeah. insane to see where he come from to this point now totally so i've been saying i've been posing this question to everybody i talked to about the nba that they look heading into the finals obviously could change like they might be the best NBA team I've witnessed since the Kevin Durant Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I all season long, I've been saying that there's been this inevitability feeling with the Nuggets, no matter what the score or the time is, that they're going to find a way. And that was very reminiscent to me of that exact Warriors team, where you would just hit that third quarter, and it didn't matter yeah. if you were up by 15 or if you were down by 6, you were losing that game by 20. <laughs> and that was that's how it's felt all season long, and even in the playoffs, it's felt exactly the same way. I mean, this is a Nuggets team that is... What is it? First in offensive rating, a couple points away from fifth in defensive rating, and is just far and away the best net rating team in basketball. No turnovers, hitting threes from everywhere, best talent on the court, role players coming through. This team is just turned into a monster, and there's so yeah. many ways that they can hurt you. I've been saying that they have more optionality than any team in basketball. They can hit more buttons and find more counters than anybody else, and that's why they've gotten here. They haven't had any moment where it felt like there was an obstacle they couldn't get over, no matter who they played. No. On the other side of the versus sign, <laughs> uh, a team that didn't feel inevitable heading into the playoffs uh, or at any point this season <laughs> until I would argue heading in, heading into the Eastern Conference Finals, like they were, you know, massive underdogs, but they yeah. just felt like something inevitable, like based on how they were playing in the playoffs based on how Boston was playing in the playoffs. Heading into the series, I picked the Heat in seven, just based on the mathematical pattern of Boston went to six in mm -hmm. round one. They had no right losing that series or even not sweeping that series. They went to seven in round two, had no right going to seven in that series with that Philly team. Uh, I think it's going to keep going, folks. And, and it did, even though I forgot that and thought that the Heat were screwed heading into Game 7. <laughs> I um, thought it was done. I thought there was no chance. It was like the extremely slow object hitting the extremely flimsy wall. Like, was the Celtics going to collapse mentally, or were the Heat going to find a way to drag this out to 7 and make it an ugly, ugly Eastern Conference Finals win? And that is yeah. exactly what played out. Yeah. yeah. But I will say I don't have the same feeling of, uh, <laughs> you know, the people are sleeping on the Heat here heading into nah. the Finals that I did heading into the Eastern Conference I, Finals. I, that feeling for me would have been at its height because, again, last episode, we were on the 
precipice of them sweeping. And I was like, well, okay, this shit looks like it's a wrap. It's a Christmas gift. And yeah, when it, I was like, even if they went to six games, I think I would have still felt good. The fact that it went to seven, I'm like, oh yeah, they, they, they're capable of, you know, getting touched. And, and then I'm, um, and obviously being on the receiving end of the battering of being a Lakers fan, I was like, oh yeah, no, 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 y'all, y'all ain't got nothing for this because what I, what happened out there, I don't want to remember again. Although it was a fantastic series just to watch, like, again, just to be like, yeah. oh, this is the best team in the league. And yeah. this is what it takes. Like, this is the level you need to be at if you want to say, we're going to the finals or we are the, you know, the champion. Yeah. And it's not just being elite. There's there's no mistakes made from Denver. I mean, you yeah. watched that in the Lakers series. They have the lowest turnover uh, percentage in all of basketball in the playoffs right now. They just continually machine through you surgically, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Oof. Buzzsaw is the machine mm-hmm. that I've heard them compared to the most. But let, let's talk about, so, I mean, Boston did make it extremely interesting. The second half of game four was, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that was... I texted Jabari in the third quarter and said, first 3-0 comeback? Because they just, that that's the feeling that Boston gives you when they're playing their best. I think Charles Barkley said it at one point that like, if Miami plays their best and Boston plays their best, Boston's going to win every time. Yes. And the, it seemed like they had just kind of put it together for a while and then things slowed down in game six. But game six was epic. Yeah. Yeah. The, that, that game winner from Derek white, almost, I almost ruined a family trip. I was so (laughs) devastated when I was like, I was like, Oh no, that's that. No, the buzzer went off. No, that's late. And then the second (laughs) he slowed it down, I'm like, no, Oh my gosh. And more so to be like, I can't at that point, it really felt like, Oh, is the universe about to like shine its Mm -hmm. light on the Boston Celtics right now? Because that, that I was getting a little bit wobbly there for sure. White will inbound. It's off the smoke for the seventh game. Now, Kamibin tipped in, but the buzzer sounded. The light was on. It'll be reviewed. Have to protect the offensive rebound. Oh, he got Ball rid of it. He sure did. Celtic win and one to game seven. And that, that game six game winner was, of course, after... Jimmy Butler did what Jimmy Butler does and stormed Mm -hmm. back and just forced his will on the Celtics and the, you know, laws of physics. Like I still just feel like I'm seeing something that is unlike anything I've seen before on a basketball court. Like when he just gets it going because he's like trying really hard to get it going. It feels yeah. like the cheesy anime world where he's like finding the power of claw armor <laughs> and just like developing more from nothingness. Yeah, it's right. incredible. Yeah. And it and like it's at the point now that you can't quantify it. Like, is it gonna be enough to beat Denver? It damn well could be. Like, who's gonna pick against Butler doing this? Like, they are not gonna win this series unless he is at that level of godly basketball player. But at the same time, it's gonna take seven games of that to be able to do so. But he is in a world that you just don't see people reach as a yeah. basketball player. But that ankle looks bad. Like he had no pop in game seven at all. And I'm worried about seeing Butler try and turn corners going into this after seven game series in altitude against Denver in game one of the finals two days later. Mm-hmm. So that altitude is, is unbelievable. Also, I, I think the altitude is being underrated a little bit. I talked about it a lot in the Lakers series because as somebody who experienced altitude climbing a volcano a couple years ago, and I was doing it with a bunch of like 20 somethings 
And I was like, oh, this is like hangovers. Like this is one of those things that just gets way worse with age. So I felt for LeBron heading into that. I was like, uh oh, this this could be bad. And then Jimmy always looks gassed. Like he always. he'll do an amazing yeah. thing and then will look like he just did an amazing thing. And that that required like all of the life force in his body. Or he'll get hurt and roll an ankle and suddenly find his jump shot. Like the guy plays better. <laughs> right. or, or, I've yeah. just never, I, I've never seen anybody like. Yeah, he's like Maximus and Gladiator. Yeah, you know what it's I mean. Really it's like, like I don't know Rocky, this guy. I mean, Maximus. he's kind of out of kind of a man. We'll see what happens. You're like, what? Yeah. The altitude thing is so interesting though because I've talked to so many people about it after covering a decade of hoops in Denver, and every single one says a different thing. Like some say, "Oh no, you just have a quick like first wall you hit of altitude, and the second you push through it." then you're usually fine on your second wind. And that takes five, six minutes in the first quarter. Other people say it destroys them. Some say they don't feel it at all. Like the Nuggets love to steer into it. it even says 50 to 80 on the, yeah. on the free throw line. They love steering into it. But I don't know if this is as much of a real scientific impact as people want to make it out to be, considering these are the best athletes and some of the best conditioned athletes that are on Earth. So are you implying know. that when I climbed the volcano, I was not one of the best conditioned athletes you on are earth? Absolutely not a Jimmy Butler athlete. No, <laughs> nothing but respect. But that, that's a different level, and they they tend I mean, to push through. So I wonder if the altitude is as big of a deal as people like to make it. Well, I mean, because on some level, right? Like a lot of elite athletes, they train at high mm -hmm. altitude for the reason that it right. it's, it's a benefit to your endurance. So I think, like on some level, right? It's like passively it they're already training at an elite level by the altitude, but. It's, it is hard for me to say, and that's all it is, because yeah, that's not just, true. You know, it takes otherwise... 12 hours of being in Denver to begin acclimating. And then right, you yeah. just have to push through that first layer of, oh, wow, I'm feeling my first, you know, struggles a little bit earlier than I normally would in a regular game. So it's not going to like derail series. That's kind of right. my point. It got, to, it got to the point where I was I was in my conspiracy theory bag during an hour <laughs> series. with it. I was like, I don't know, man, because Jack, you were like, look, it's not LeBron being 38 and mortal. It's the right. altitude. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. Well, <laughs> I'll take it that is. one. I'll happily it take be that. that. He's he's human. Like, he looked more gassed than he did uh, for at sure. But point in his I think career, that's probably yeah. a confluence of things. But for so, sure. like, in but I started googling. I was like, okay, what? Are, how are these other Denver teams doing? I'm like, what's like? How the Whitecaps doing? You know what I mean? Or, or the Rapids? I'm sorry, the Rapids <laughs> doing because caps. I'm like, yeah, that's that's Vancouver. I was like, they're MLS team because yeah. I was thinking like that's another cardiovascular intensive mm -hmm. sport, and I'm like. That must come out. There must be proof in the pudding there. Their record is not that great. No. Um, so yeah, Denver's record for most of the franchise history is not great. But yeah, I, but hey, I, those, I think in a seven-game series, they're smiling right now against a thirty, a team that where the whole heart of the team is a thirty-eight-year-old. I think. I and look, know. there's nothing wrong with being thirty-eight. Stop saying it like it's a bad thing. I, yeah. I can't. I can't. For someone who's 38 years old, I'm tired of hearing this. The man might you know, as 38 be years a old. fossil for NBA yeah. age, though. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. No, like, oh, for I sure, can't for believe sure. he's still standing at this point with what his knees have taken. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's just so funny to me, uh, continuously, when that number mm -hmm. is, like, just parroted and be like, 38. And I'm like, I'm... You know, I have a little bit of IT band pain, but that's I can discuss. Is that I even legal loops. to have a elderly person like that playing in this the is league? Elder and abuse. One of his dentures get knocked out. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we will preview the series that we're all facing down. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under thirty seconds? I know I did. If you have. And you're going to love Pick 6. 
the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And we're back. And all right. So, I mean, one thing we didn't really touch on on our recap, Game 7, incredible uh, performances all around. Caleb Martin in particular. Uh, Is Caleb Martin having the best playoffs by someone who averaged under 10 in the regular season? Like, I don't remember another one like this. I mean, I can, you yeah. might want to go the Andre Iguodala route simply because he didn't play in the regular season and right. then decides to play in the playoffs. But yeah. I haven't seen a player who was put so low if you would have ranked the NBA players. Like, he was not a starter on his own team. He was the sixth or seventh guy on the Heat, let alone one of the best scorers efficiency-wise in the playoffs right now. I've yeah. never seen someone become this much more of themselves in this kind of a setting. Yeah, yeah, it was Caleb Mart him for sure because I, <laughs> I I was the same way. I was like, man, who? Yeah, I I, I, I was ignorant. I was a little bit like, huh? Oh, him? you got to put some respect on the Martin twins' names. Even going oh. back to Nevada, those two were dogs. Every single step of the way, they've been fighting. I got a lot of respect for them. Yeah, see, and again, I I shown my ignorance, and it <laughs> has, has has come back in my face because I was like, oh no, 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 no. He's this is this is something. But yeah, that. Like that sort of turnaround is kind of unheard of because I think the other examples that we could think of were people who we knew were like a little more established. So it wasn't too much of a surprise. Whereas Caleb Martin is. Yeah, like Rondo. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're like, I mean, who? seeing Max Struess and Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent and dusted off Duncan Robinson just off the shelf doing all this is the most heat thing I can imagine. Yeah. But all right. So the series, the finals. Um, mm-hmm. First of Let's all, go. we are going to have a historic underdog winning the title this year. We know this because the biggest underdogs to win the NBA championship at start of playoffs since 1992, 1993, the heat odds were plus 12,500. The implied (laughs) probability there is less than 1%. That's the lowest odds. Uh, The 2011 Mavericks were, had an implied probability of 5.3%. 1995 Rockets implied probability of 5.3%. The fourth longest odds would be the Denver Nuggets this year, so 9.1%, yeah. which, yeah, you're like for people paying attention, it has felt a little inevitable, but mm-hmm. like it, it just seemed like it got missed by the, the mainstream sports media or the betting public, like just because they're a small market, I guess. I mean, they're a flyover city, and this is why Michael Malone's been yelling so much. Like, even an Orthodox star player. You have Mm -hmm. a city in the middle of the country that no one wants to go to because the airport is so far from downtown. And you have (laughs) just a group of people who are playing team basketball with no hero ball whatsoever, trying to make it work in an old school, let's build it ourselves chemistry sense. Like that doesn't work. It doesn't appeal to people. There's no theatrics. It's not drama filled. Like they just go to work and they handle business. I think this is why people like Chris Mannix and all these conversations about the Nuggets being boring or not compelling is mm-hmm. it's wrong, but I can understand how they get there in a lazy sense. Like you look at them on paper and you're like, what is there to like get really excited about? But you get into the weeds and you see what they've come through. It's a heck of a lot more exciting. Jamal Murray has probably returned from an ACL injury as best as anybody has. Yeah. I've never seen anyone come back from an ACL tear in their first season back be able to put together a run like this and play this long without their knee failing them. Nikola Jokic is one of one. We've never seen anything like him before. So the idea that this isn't interesting to me is crazy. And the fact that people missed it was just ignorance. Like this is something that people just didn't take the time to watch the Nuggets because frankly, they weren't as interesting as the Lakers failing. People would rather watch the Lakers go through the chaos they did when Russ was there and get excited about the hype of Malik Beasley, who did not even play against his former team in the Western Conference or in the Western Conference semis. Like, I don't know why we feel that way, but the entire grand narrative of the NBA is always going to be transactional. It's always going to be about trades and rumors and who is doing what. It's not as much about basketball. We haven't trained casual fans as media well enough for them to even know what a horns action is like you can sit back and watch a cover three get played out by an NFL analyst in every single football game, but nobody knows what it is to put a horn set out there or to have a C corner play or what a flare screen is. So I feel like a lot of, I knew what that last one was, Uh, (laughs) Uh, but that's the problem. I mean, we, it's hard to enjoy basketball for basketball when the fans watching it aren't necessarily watching. Right. Basketball. I remember like in the warrior series where LeBron clocked like that hammer play on the inbounds. People were like, Oh, he's a genius. A lot of people were like, that's a play. Yeah. That's like, like in every single playbook in existence <laughs> right, 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 from eighth grade basketball through like, this is not yeah. an unbelievably inventive way of playing the game. And, and, and we've talked about this, Jack, that there is this like sort of outsized emphasis sometimes on like who messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, more who fumbled? Who fumbled? Down. 
Yeah, exactly. Who's Don Beebe this time? Yeah, yeah. All uh, the coverage is Boston's collapse and the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks collapse, and it's like I don't know. Are you sure that's what we're watching? You sure? Yeah, that's what you not really saw? good. It could just be that the Nuggets the are phenomenal. Used to wanting to click on that, they're only going to click on stuff like that, and they're never right. going to read anything actual yeah, analysis based. Yeah, because I mean, I can say this. I just, I've again watching even as a, such a partisan fan as a Laker fan, I, I, I knew going. I was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. This team is so good. Like yeah. it's difficult to watch because I'm rooting for the team that has no chance of winning. But part of me loves basketball enough to go. They're so good. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> the last be thing I want to say on this: Matt Moore made a great point. Works for the Action Network. He's on NBA Twitter like crazy. Everyone probably knows who he is. But he made a point that it's not the national journal journalism media that don't know. It's the TV people. It's the ones that sit down, have a game to cover, get a one sheet of information, and they talk about the game in front of them. Most national reporters, Howard Beck, Mirren Fader, all these different people who write long feature stories, they all know what the Nuggets have been doing. This isn't surprising. It's the ones who are usually television-based, who don't have a need to be able to know everything and are only going to use very base-level and surface-level analysis anyway, who haven't taken the time to to learn. It's like Lisa Salter saying she hadn't watched Jokic since he played in the bubble. That was three years ago. (laughs) Like, how Hello? not watch the back-to-back MVP <laughs> in either of his two seasons. So yeah. I wonder if a lot of this is the talking heads that we always see are the ones yeah. that we're hearing from the most about not knowing. And the actual national media who is writing and on a day-to-day basis traveling to learn about these teams do know. They're just not the ones on TV yelling about uh, it. Yeah, I saw everything I needed in the bubble. I think I think I got this guy <laughs> figured out. Yeah, That's that the guy's thing. A, they figured there's it no out. more huh? clear indicator of who a player is in the bubble. That makes total yeah. sense. Right. Oh, yeah. Look, Jamal Murray, I saw him in the bubble. No thanks. It's like, yeah. wait, what? You saw him. They saw that same Jamal Murray a couple weeks ago, too. So you definitely aren't feeling that anymore. No, no. I was like, oh, no, please. <laughs> I mean, to that, like, you know, where, where, how did you, like, where did you predict the Nuggets would be? Did you, are you saying they were going to be in the finals this year or I was winning a championship? Very much or? so on the Nuggets going to the finals this year. I just knew what they needed and they needed a perimeter defense and dogs mm-hmm. who can actually fight and keep guys in front of them. Because if you can do that, Jokic is no longer that your defensive liability. And if they can shoot threes and handle the ball like KCP and Bruce Brown can, that yeah. just gives you more optionality. You can attack in different ways and you have the defense to back it up now. Denver with might real be experience in the too. postseason for, for, with defensive rating, but they are 0.6 points away from being fifth. So this is not just like some mid-level defense. This is a team that has been putting together exactly the process that they want to play with, can play multiple different styles, and they've stopped Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, all the way down the list. So this is a defense that can really defend now, and that's been one of the biggest differences. But to be fair, you picked the Nuggets to win the title the last six seasons running. I did not. Right? I did not. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> I, know. I, I didn't grow up a Nuggets fan, so I don't. I don't have a whole yeah. lot of hope, and I honestly didn't think they were ready until this year. So yeah. So I mean, one thing I have to ask is somebody who watched Anthony Davis try his best to try and guard Jokic, and at the time I was like, man, AD's defense is something else. What? I mean, from your perspective, as you know, like I, I hate to sound like a courtside pundit. But what do the Heat have to do to 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 to, to handle the Nikola Jokic question? Is it the Kevin Garnett thing? I saw him say he's like, "Yo, I'm coming after him, boom, nonstop, make him run, try and gas him out." Is it like, or are you saying there you cannot defeat Doctor Manhattan? You can. There are ways to make Jokic uncomfortable. The Heat don't have the ability to do those things. You need to put layers of big bodies in front of him. And that's why you saw the Lakers put Rui on him and put AD on Gordon and just put bodies after bodies between him and the rim. 
you can't do that as the Heat. We can do put right. Caleb Martin on him, pull Kevin Love off the bench. Like Hayward Highsmith isn't going to check Jokic one on one and be able to box out. So hey. you can't do that as the Heat, even if I do like some of those guys. And I think Bam Adebayo is a top three defender in this league, pretty much inarguably. I am one of the biggest Bam fans, but I put some clips on Twitter. It doesn't matter. Like Bam Adebayo can do everything he wants. It does not matter. He's lacking an inch of height and about 30 pounds of weight and a whole lot of leverage that Jokic has that he does not. And he's been able to go right through him one-on-one. So I don't know what you do at that point. Right. Yeah. It's to the point where I'm thinking AD, like, you know how, like, Michael Jordan started working out after that Pistons defeat? Like, AD mm-hmm. needs to go, like, work with horses or something in Serbia. <laughs> and, like, be like, yo, get on. Solace, like yeah. Jokic does at the horse yeah. track. Get on, yeah, get on, get on, get on, get on that program, whatever, because it's working. Yeah, but it, there's not Do we way. think we're going to see a lot of, like, NBA players start adopting what Jokic does, like, chilling with horses during the off season just to like <laughs> well, try I mean, and the nuggets have been doing this. Uh, I was asked on a radio show I did earlier, who's the player who's benefited the most from Nikola Jokic. And I said, Aaron Gordon, because Aaron Gordon has spent his entire time in Denver learning to see basketball through Nikola Jokic's eyes. He went mm. and just traveled the, the world during the off season, met Jokic. And I believe the Czech Republic to watch the Serbian team play international basketball and mm. just like, sent some love, continued to watch film, and came back with the intention of seeing the game through Jokic's eyes. And we've seen who the player he's become. He's no longer yeah. trying to pretend he's LeBron. Like, this is a guy who can help any team in basketball and be a third or fourth guy on a championship team. So, it's... Jokic yeah. impacts people and the way people see the game in a way that you just don't see. Yeah. So that helped his three-point shooting? <laughs> Yeah, well, he's not having to take jack up shots off the dribble with a guy in his face. He can sit in the corner now. Yeah, I will say people are still somehow sleeping on Denver. <laughs> like mm-hmm. in the so in this series, Miami. So Miami were plus four hundred heading into the Celtics series, uh, which you know that that made them one of the biggest underdogs in the conference finals in in years. By the way, heading into the playoffs, they were plus. 6,000 to uh, make the finals. Um, but yeah, now they are plus 300 against the Nuggets. And I guess that's probably because, you know, people just saw them beat Boston and everyone thought Boston was. But like, I that doesn't track to me at all that you would be a bigger underdog versus Boston than Denver when we've seen what Denver just did to the West. Like, that right. feels silly to me. It feels a lot like. There's a lot of sharps who are out there trying to get value by picking Miami early and have moved the line. That's what that feels like to me, because the Nuggets have been substantially more favored than the Heat for a lot of the books throughout. But as we've gotten closer and closer to the series, it seems like people are starting to overweigh the Heat because I think there's some big bets going on the Heat. So I wonder if that's part of it. Right. And also, I think like more of, you know, the betting markets are determined by betters and who's yep. putting money where. And just the Boston Miami series was very high profile and went to seven. And, you know, a lot of people were watching that more recently. So, yeah, Denver's had nine days chilling at home. You could have yeah. gone back to Serbia and come back <laughs> in this time. Yeah. This is our first gambling advice. I would say Denver <laughs> is undervalued a little bit. Yes. <laughs> this is not financial advice, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't take me for financial advice. I chose journalism for a career. <laughs> Do yeah. not take financial advice from me. <laughs> yeah, or us. We're podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do, what do you think? I, I mean, it sounds like we've got your pick. It's probably like heat in six or seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> Despite uh, that. 
what uh is there is there anything Miami can do at this point? You think it's gonna be a sweep? You think it's gonna be like five, six well, games? I, what I do have you think? too much respect for Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra to call sweep. I think this is gonna most likely be a six game series. I'm leaning closer to five, but yeah. I'm gonna give Spolstra and Jimmy Butler a game or two without a doubt. Probably yeah. two. Um, but when you start looking at the battlegrounds, the turnover battle is going to be huge. Both of these teams thrive scoring in transition. Um, Denver has the lowest turnover ratio in the league, so they're not going to turn the ball over very often, which is going to hurt the heat. But yeah. nuggets do happen to end up getting destroyed in passing lanes. That'll be a big boost for Miami. That was one nice thing that Boston did is yeah, that they, they, gave, gave, they gave them the ball a lot, <laughs> yeah. which is really nice and like, you know, Charitable. a sign of character. I think it is it is you have to be able to let everybody thrive sometimes. Yeah, that's right. um, but I also think the three point variance is going to be fascinating because if they just shoot the lights out of the ball and they decide, you know what, we're going to we're going to guard Jokic one on one with Bam. If you want to take twos while we take threes, we're going to live with that because we don't know how else we can score you. And we don't right. know how else we can be able to keep up with Nikola Jokic if we're going to send two at him. So I think that's going to be an interesting part of this as well, is can they just outshoot them? And the Tyler Hero thing is interesting. Everybody keeps talking about Game 3, Tyler Hero. Could that make a big difference? <laughs> and Tyler Hero is going to get cooked. The Nuggets, when they played them in every single game, like I watched the last four years of Heat Nuggets basketball, and every single time Tyler Heroes on the floor, it didn't matter who had the ball, they were attacking Tyler. It was an all-out blitz to attack him. And while he did get some shots up on the other end, you can't have a defensive sieve like that in the finals. You just can't. And especially when he's coming off of injury. You cannot do that. And when you put KCP and Bruce Brown on him and say, that's your guy, glove him, it's going to be very difficult for him to create space and create any kind of impact. Yeah, I, I would not try and bring him back if I, I agree. Eat, just based <laughs> I on like what, what what we've seen what? uh in but, Tyler you know, we're gonna end up here and they're gonna be like we don't have ball handling we don't have shooting we need somebody else get Tyler yeah, in here down and it's gonna go rough probably <laughs> yeah I feel like they the Miami Heat probably are one of the teams least likely to make desperation moves but yeah Wait, yeah but Spo also knows that if he doesn't have options he'll hit nuclear buttons like he'll do yeah. whatever it takes that's who he is and has always been right how uh the zone does not seem like it will work out very well against Nikola Jokic. Uh, I got some stats for you on the zone. I looked this up. I was up wondering, yeah. Right after the, the Heat were officially going to be the finals opponent, that's the first thing I looked up. The Nuggets were the number one offense against the zone in the regular season. They scored, I have it right here, 1.15 points per possession on 56% shooting and 45% from three against the zone this year. And in the wow. playoffs, they've been the best team against the zone as well. So that would be a very rough call if you're going to run a lot of zone against Denver. Which was what Miami did against Boston. But yes. like Boston should have been good against the zone, right? But their they, offense they have was shooting. Nothing. They just right. devolved into your turn, my turn, had no cohesion whatsoever, and just took a lot of really contested mid-range twos and three-pointers that they weren't making. So yeah. I... I there's, this is a real systematic defense that is going to very specifically and intentfully attack this team uh, against the Miami Heat regularly. They're going to know exactly what buttons to press, when to press them entering the series. It's not going to be like Boston, who's like, we have more talent. Let's just sleep through it. Denver will not be entering the series in that same way. So I don't think that you can compare the way that Boston played against that zone to the way that Denver is going to. Plus, you got Jokic in the middle of the court. Good luck getting, dealing with that in the zone. Right. Miami could just be playing Boston in the finals. I feel like they'd be that'd be a great matchup for them. I feel like yeah. I've seen that somewhere. Uh, <laughs> just do that for them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Should we take a quick break? Let's take and a come quick back? one. 
Yeah. Come right back back. for the fastest segment in podcasting. (laughs) History after this. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And we're back. Yes. <laughs> Evil TJ laugh. McBride. Oh, you poor soul. You've wandered into you the fourth quarter rapid fire round of sap. questions. This feels like when Sway does the five circles of doom or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like that's what I'm getting stuck in right now. Get ready. Uh, yeah. How's your freestyle? They fall for it Not every good. time, Miles. Okay. They fall for it every Brian, time. Brian, play the Shook Ones instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> Classics only. Classics it was something only. different today. Anyway, so here we go, TJ. This is the fastest, uh, I guess, segment in sports podcasting history. I'll say that. I think I yeah. can say that quite confidently. Uh, we're going to ask you a question. Don't think about it. Just answer, just reflexively, just chest pass it right back. Got it. Okay. And if we start dragging on, we are entrusting you with keeping this entire segment moving. So you got to cut us off. Okay? <laughs> Miles and I aren't on the hot seat. Don't give me this too much power. I'm going to wield it. It is way too much fun to. I can't say well, no. Well, right. guess what? We're gonna can't have a put real a big tug red of... button in front of someone and say, "Don't press it." Hey, well, you got the big red button, <laughs> and I hope you're ready. I'm ready, Jack. We ready? I'm ready. 
Here we go. Brian, Game start pace. the clock. <sighs> you want to go first? Why don't you go first? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go first. Someone's got to pick. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Hey, my time. My time. My time. Hold on. My time. Quick time. You're getting lost again. Come on back. Brian. What is this guy's problem? This is Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Not TJ got a spicy mouth. All right. Start the clock back up. TJ McBride. Is there a single NBA player you would take right now over the chance of taking Wembenyama with the first pick this summer? Wow. That was quick. After we just heard everything that this man yes. has said about Nikola Jokic. Yes. He's still going to take Wembenyama. Yes. Just. Now, what is wow. it about Wembenyama? I mean, <laughs> I thought we weren't doing this. I thought this was rapid fire. I came off the chest. I'm asking a follow-up question, okay, which okay, I believe okay, okay. is in the bylaws. I just, yeah. you, we've never seen anything like this. This is a beyond LeBron level prospect. I mean, you don't see someone miss a three, follow it up, grab their own offensive rebound and throw it back down. The yeah. guy is incredible, and I believe in his body, the way that they're actually working on his plyometrics, and they're working on him at his flexibility. Well, we heard it here first. TJ, Jokic sucks. TJ, we're talking teams we want to cover in the offseason. Spurs are a shoe-in uh, because of the aforementioned Oebanyama. What's uh, what's the team you're expecting big things from? We got Spurs. We got OKC. We got the Magic. Who's... Who's another team that people might be sleeping on that we're going to... Yeah. Wake us up. Wake us up. The Suns. I know it's very low-hanging fruit, but you give an off-season for Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to figure things out and retool around them and get Aiton out of there, that's yeah. going to be a scary team no matter what. That team was not ready for the playoffs this year. The Nuggets caught somewhat of a break because they were so fresh together, and I think now we're going to see a much scarier Suns team next year than they were this year. Maybe like we can plan out some... like dates or like some things that they can do together to build chemistry <laughs> yeah, some, or something. Team bonding experiences. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Go, Go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Golf. I mean, yeah. The, What's that golf thing that everybody does? Events? Oh, uh, top flight. Top golf. Top golf. Top golf. Yeah. Why did I say top flight? <laughs> Sad story. I lost a golf club into the driving range last time I went to top golf. Never went back. Oh, like your, yeah, your like grip hands went... lost it and it was gone. It might've been the sweating from the beer, but that's neither here nor there. Got it. Got it. I get that. TJ, <laughs> next question. Jalen Rose's hair? Is that a question? Is the mm-hmm. answer no? Yeah, there was a. I heard a. I heard a question mark <laughs> on there. You heard me? <laughs> yeah, the, the answer is just no, and I'm gonna leave it there. Okay. Wow, no, mm-hmm. no. Wow. Okay. And you're gonna leave chest. it there. From no the elaboration. Don't okay. Yeah. From the chest. I think it. I mean, the the question was vague, so I think the answer can be just as vague. <laughs> yeah. in, all, in all fairness. So. <laughs> Uh, dream in-game commentary team. Who takes over? Anybody. Does these finals? Uh, Sedano sideline. Doris Burke in the booth with Ian Eagle, who does the Nets call. Yeah, Ian Eagle, so good. So good, so good. I've had enough green. Although it was funny watching Jamal Murray point at him and scream "bang" last time he hit him. That was a yeah. moment right there. I remember that a little too vividly. <laughs> I had a friend when we were playing in a mural ball who would always shout "bang bang" every time it the ball left his hand. Uh, and he okay, was like every a, time, and he was like a thirty percent three point shooter. So uh, <laughs> bang bang, I bang guess, bang, kind of. Uh, okay, next one. Since uh, you have LA roots, I gotta ask you: rank these three LA chains. In and out, Fat Burger, Tommy's. Fat Burger, In and Out, Tommy's. Fat Burger is vastly superior to most burger spots, and I will get shakes there anytime. And Magic mm-hmm. Johnson owns part of it, and that's the yeah. king of LA. So <laughs> right, okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. 
Then we in and well, out next? What are, we, what are we doing? Yeah, in and out next, in and then next. Okay. Wait, why, how come Tommy's is low? You don't it's like the, you don't like the I chili? I like in and out I'm just partial to it. I like the fries at In-N-Out, and I like the shakes at In-N-Out. Hey, mm-hmm. look at that. Someone with taste who yes. likes In-N-Out fries like me. Everyone <laughs> comes for In-N-Out fries, and I'm like, not me. I don't me. get it. They're like, what, you don't like natural potatoes? That's the problem here? Yeah, yeah I like them no, floppy. I, I love me some In-N-Out fries. Go to In-N-Out for sloppy fries. Pour <laughs> yeah. water all over them. Uh, <laughs> all right, you can take any former Denver great put him with this current group Ooh. with the Nuggets. Uh, which former great are you choosing to make a run in today's NBA? I'm going to go with Mahmoud, Alex Mahmoud. English. I wanted okay. to pick David Thompson, but Alex English would have been a little bit more team-oriented. Mm. It would have been a little bit different with otherwise, but Alex English is a guy who has watched this Nuggets team closely, too. He still is a part of this organization in a loose sense. Um, so I very much so would think Alex English, that scoring was out of this world. And you put a wing like that next to Nicola, he'd be a little bit, he'd be Michael Porter Jr. actualized. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Follow up like question that. How much does it bother you to see Russell Wilson courtside when he's uh, <laughs> sitting courtside? Do you think that that. Could like that's one of the potential things that's making me believe in the heat is like when Russell Wilson's courtside. Yeah, so the LA pass of mine is a Raiders, a Los Angeles Raiders pass. So everything Broncos needs to burn. I'm done. I hate it. I may not be a diehard <laughs> Raiders fan anymore, but I hate everything to do with the Broncos still to this day. So anytime I see any of that, I'm out. It's the most annoying thing when Peyton Manning on the Jumbotron or Russell Wilson on the Jumbotron is the loudest that it gets in Ball Arena. So, no, I'm out on everything Broncos. You could have picked anyone out of a hat and I'm out. What's your favorite ball offering in terms of glass storage jars? Oh, I actually have the mason jars in my cabinet as my glasses because I do the old school poor thing of finding them at the grocery store for like six bucks and use those as a cup. So, those ball mason jars are the elite cups yes i got the exactly. big one with the screw oh. top one next to me but that i have all the lids and everything it's the way i just live. added that question too <laughs> yep. yeah I he just, just added that, that question and <laughs> that now was wild. and he knew that was coming it's ridiculous like, as that I'm about to ask this one no <laughs> where are we going jack or miles what do you mean i don't i don't follow Jack. Oh, you seem confident with everything else. This is going to be the way we do this because I think that I'm gonna have to go Jabari. Okay. Wow. That's my man. No, you know what? I'm over that answer. No, all right, whatever. Whatever. The answer. That's my man. All right, all right, Taylor, Jason McBride. It's been (laughs) real today, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) DJ McBride, man, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Miles and Jack got mad boosties. That was tough. It's been so much fun. Where can people find you, follow you, read you, do all that kind of stuff? Yeah, just at TJ McBride MBA. That's where everything goes through on my Twitter. You'll see everything I do there. I'll repost this whenever it comes out as well. So you'll see everything that I do from that Twitter feed. Go click on the link to this episode and listen to it a second time. Uh, Yes. Yeah, exactly. Boost them numbers. Boost the boosties. Exactly. Um, Shout out to our boosties listener of the week, Matt Chambers, for the recent show review. Uh, By by the way, review the show. We we love reviews. It helps people find it. Uh, Matt Chambers said, title of the review. (laughs) It's exactly what you guys have been going for. Body. On the nose. Body. You've avoided them all year in favor of more Embiid segments. (laughs) But now you have to talk about the Spurs. Jack, Wemby's going to bring the Spurs into another decade-long 50-game streak. I think also he was using Jack the way that Joe Biden does. 
like as an old yeah. person. I don't think he was Talk, talking to me that, specifically. Jack. <laughs> Hit the How road, you? Jack. It's like that kind of Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at MadBoosties, at yep. M-A-D-B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's it. We did it. Another one in the books. A perfect Thanks for podcast. Having me on. I had a damn good Thanks time, for doing guys. it. Yeah, Thank what a you blast. so much, TJ. Thanks, uh, TJ. And yeah, we'll check in with the finals with y'all next week on more Miles and Jack got mad boosties. When we have a new producer, because I'm tired of this Jabari. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> so called Jabari winning the Miles <laughs> and Jack segment. This is crap. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 